Welcome to the Citizens of Life podcast. I am your host, Anya Hildreth. I am a thriving single biracial mom who grew up as a third culture kid who balances being an engineer, raising two kids, an integrative wellness life coach, and podcast host. I also live with type 1 diabetes and Hashimoto's disease. My passion is helping stressed out, overworked single moms navigate and balance their personal and professional lives, a process of empowerment I call becoming a citizen of life. Each week, I'll be discussing and interviewing professionals from around the world that I've gotten to know on topics involving our mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. I hope these conversations will inspire you to create your own unique integrative wellness journey to healing in order to be the citizen of your own life. So grab your notebook, a pen, have an open mind and an open heart, and let's get started. Hi, citizens. This is your host, Anya Hildreth, and you are listening to the Citizens of Life podcast. And today we are talking with transformational coach Sally Frazier about how to heal while living with an autoimmune disease. Living with type 1 diabetes and Hashimoto's thyroid disease myself, I had to bring Sally on as proof that we can create the life we want and manage our diseases in a healthy way. She's been doing the work and been a mom longer than I have and is very well-versed. As a certified transformational wellness coach with a background in holistic nutrition, intuitive energy work, and conscious creation, Sally loves guiding people towards living in integrity with their authentic selves. Her powerful personal experience utilizing all of these modalities in her life has allowed her and her family to thrive. She's also an endurance sports coach and personal trainer with over 15 years experience coaching adults and youth. Teaching from experience, Sally understands the concept of achieving what you believe to be possible. This is a foundational tool for transformation. Sally is passionate about learning, continually expanding her knowledge in areas of holistic wellness, spirituality, and life enhancement. She finds joy in guiding others on their path of wellness transformation. She's married with three grown children whom she homeschooled in their younger years. She loves spending time with her family, exploring the country through mountain biking, rock climbing, and backpacking treks. When home, she loves gardening and spoiling her flock of chickens. And ooh, those eggs are good. In this episode, we'll discuss her story of how she's healed herself and how she has not only managed her immune diseases, but also her children's, plus how sugar's killing us and how her numerology reports gave me such great insight into mine and my children's life path. So grab a notebook and let's get started. Sally, hey, how's it going today? It's great. I'm so excited to be doing this with you. I've been looking forward to it. I'm so excited to have you. So you and I met just a couple of months ago, actually, at your, you guys have a meditation at the park every other Sunday. Yes. And I've been going and I met you guys, you and Olga and Rob, and we just stuck like glue. <laughs> <laughs> Our friendship just has grown ever since. And I truly admire you because you and I do pretty much the same thing. And we love helping people heal themselves, heal, heal their bodies. But you do such a great job of it. You're even more, how do I put this? You dove in it more than I have. You have kids like I have. You've had an autoimmune disease like I've had. But you do such an amazing job. So that's of taking care of yourself and your family. So that's why I wanted to have you on so we can have that discussion. Just, you know, your story. Because it's amazing. It's really cool. And then just to watch you. So yes, that's what I brought you here for. 
Tell us what it is that you actually do, though. So actually, I am a triathlon and endurance sports coach, and I've been doing that since 2005. Before that, I homeschooled my children, so I was really involved in that. And I also have my own business, Sally Fraser Wellness, where I teach people how to bring about their own amazing wellness because everyone is their own healer. I'm just the guide to help yes. them get to the place they want to be. So, uh, that. so yeah, that's what keeps me busy these days. What were you doing before 2005? You were breaking up. I didn't hear that part. Oh, I homeschooled my kids. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Good for you. We said we were going to talk about our autoimmune diseases on here. What is your definition of an autoimmune disease? So an autoimmune disease is when your body's amazing immune system turns on you and rather than attacking a foreign invader, gets confused and and attacks your own cells. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what it is. I looked it up as well. For those of you who don't know how many different kinds of autoimmune diseases there are. There are a lot. There's, I'm going to name a couple of them. Rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, inflammatory bowel disease. I think it used to be called IBS, right? Two different. Two different. Yeah. Uh, multiple sclerosis, type 1 diabetes, which is what I have. Uh, chronic inflammatory dimelinating. That one I haven't heard. Polyneuro neuropathy, (laughs) psoriasis, Graves disease, Hashimoto's, the list goes on. So these autoimmune diseases are when basically you're, like you said, your body is just taking over. It's either fighting yourself or it's too weak to be able to fight it. So you have a great story. Tell us about your journey really in, in autoimmune disease. Where did it all start? How about there? So it started, unfortunately, at the young age of 14. So you were right in saying that there are quite a few autoimmune diseases. In fact, there's more than 100 different autoimmune diseases. What? I did not know that. Yeah. So if you were reading a list, you'd be reading for a while. I I was thinking more like 20, honestly, but wow, I didn't know that. Fun fact. Okay. They say that over 50 million people in just America have one autoimmune disease, which way outpaces heart disease and cancer. But it doesn't get, you know, the attention. So, so true. So, yeah, I was young. I was only 14. And I started getting symptoms of Raynaud syndrome, which is when your hands and feet turn purple or sometimes even completely white, as if you were uh, deceased. And you don't have any feeling. They go numb. And that started with me at 14. So, Oh, my gosh. I can't imagine at 14. Yeah, I discovered years later that it's a really important warning sign. The doctor didn't tell me at 14, but I tell people now, if I meet anyone with this, that it's a really important thing to keep your eye on because it's a precursor to autoimmune disease. You know, listening to you say that makes me think, because I was diagnosed when I was in my late 20s after I had my first child. I don't really think I've gone that far back to really think about my symptoms, my what was happening in my body. You know, I, honestly, I wasn't old until I was older when I started recognizing what food did to my body. When I noticed my best friend would tell me, yeah, I can't have onions. They just, I, it's not a good thing. So when you said that, it triggered me to think maybe I should go back, you know, same for the listeners. They should go further back because I used to have a horrible constipation issue when I was a kid. 
Right. But yeah. I'm like, huh, what could that well, have been something? <laughs> yes, it would have. And if you want to go ah. to a deep dive, so our immune system comes from our mother. Mm. I mean, we have our own built-in immune system, but when we come through the birth canal and we're born, we're inheriting, and when we breastfeed, we're inheriting a lot of our mother's immune system. If our mother had gut dysbiosis, which we'll talk about later, which is, can be involved with leaky gut or yeah, gut damage, then and that's getting passed on to you. So you're already starting life, even though you seem perfectly healthy, you kind of already have a bit of an impaired immune system. Wow. So in terms of gut health is what I mean, gut, your gut health, not, not an autoimmune disease. Gut health is like, you know, people say it's like your other brain. It's just that important and people aren't paying attention to it, you know, putting the processed foods in it, you know, stuff like that. It's just not helping at all. Okay. So 14 and then keep going because you've got more to your story. Oh yeah. So then, like you said, autoimmune disease doesn't happen overnight. So it's a long-term build that can take years. Mm -hmm. And I was about 26. I don't remember the exact age, 27 maybe because I, I wanted to start a family and I had been on birth control pills prior to that. And when I went off of them, I never got my period back. And so I went to one doctor and it had been at least five months. And she said, just keep waiting. Obviously, I was excited to start a family, so I didn't keep waiting. I went to see another doctor, <laughs> and it was that doctor who had diagnosed me. But prior to all of that, that summer, I was having terrible symptoms of exhaustion, body aches and pains. I couldn't tolerate the cold at all. It was torture to be in a cold, air-conditioned room in the summertime. I had constipation, which I had never had in my life. I had really bad dandruff, which was kind of gross. And I'd never had that in my life. And my hair was falling out in just scary amounts. I had oh. long hair at that time and it was just coming out. It was scary. Oh my goodness. So between okay. that and not getting my period back, like I didn't think a lot of those. I know that sounds crazy, but I wasn't putting them all together into, oh, I must have a disease. I just thought, wow, I have dandruff. Let me go get some better shampoo. Yeah. Oh, right. achy. I wonder what's up with that. I wasn't putting it together. My mind wasn't in the place where it is now. <laughs> so the doctor finally diagnosed me with actually with hypothyroid. She neglected to tell me about that part. Which oh, mine did too. Actually, mine did too. And that's actually very important to know. So she actually got me started on thyroid hormones. And actually, this is a little sad. I, I hadn't thought of this in years. And talking to you the other day, brought it back, but I did get pregnant, but then had a miscarriage because my thyroid levels weren't high enough yet. Mm. So that, that was sad. Very sad. That is, that is sad. But then thankfully soon after I became pregnant with my first child and then had two more after that. So. Mm. And there's a silver lining. Yes. Love it. <laughs> you mentioned something earlier. You said my mind wasn't in the place it is now. I think that is a huge, very valid point that needs to be brought up because neither was mine. And, you know, we expect doctors, specialists to kind of put those dots together or just line the dots to be like, oh, to be able to identify it. Because look, we're two women that have been able to identify what we have. 
well, in some people, some people don't even know what they have. Some people are going to the doctors and the doctor's sending, giving them this paper that says, oh, you're fine. But inside they're like, there's this feeling though. <laughs> Something's not right. And my point is you're the one that has to put those dots together. But you've got to change that mindset to want to be your own doctor in a way. You've got to heal yourself physically and all other ways. But yeah, that's what that makes me think about was um, now I am, but I wasn't before. <laughs> I wasn't either. When I got diagnosed, I was like, the doctor was like, oh my gosh, she's like, you're at a 12. And you know, the, you know, the range is like four and below or whatever. And I was like, really? She said, yeah, most women are like, passed out of sleep right now. And I was like, look, I just had a new kid. I I got a new job. I just thought life was getting (laughs) a little bit more difficult and I was just living it. I didn't know that. I didn't start putting the dots together until things just started getting worse and worse for me. Okay. So now you have three gorgeous kids and you've got the family you wanted. And then what happens? So then interestingly, I got involved in endurance sports, which, um, you know, triathlon is a part of that. And so I got really healthy. I was really fit. We were eating whole grain pasta, whole grain bread, organic milk, uh, protein, all the things that I thought were amazing for my family and I. And then the same year, 2010, my daughter and I started both getting really sick with totally separate symptoms. And at this point, um, maybe it's maturity or just my life interests, but I was very interested in solving this problem now. Like I was tuned in to, we have so some you. problems here. The doctor's not helping so much and I am going to figure this out. So I spent a ton of time researching and diving into my health and her health. And my intuition has been really strong throughout my life. And it was just telling me, Although we were experiencing completely different symptoms, there was some connection because it it just was all coming together at once. So I dug around and discovered that both of us were suffering from intestinal permeability or leaky gut syndrome, which was causing us to get really ill. What my daughter experienced, she was only 14 and she was a really great athlete and she started having all kinds of symptoms, low blood pressure. She would wake up in the morning and sometimes pass out, like blackout as soon as she stood up, which was really scary. And so then she was um, getting asthma really bad. She would train and her breathing was just terrible as she was training, like running, cycling, really scary. And the doctors would give her inhalers and that would make her feel really bad, um, tired, Mm -hmm. What other symptoms did she have? She had huge rashes on her neck that just existed there. They stayed there always. And she had them on her leg. Trying to think of another big symptom she had. Oh, gosh. She got double pneumonia. And she would get MRSA infections. MRSA. Yes. Flesh-eating bacteria. Yes. After the other. My ex had that. Mm -mm. Those are horrible because it's hard to heal it's just, oh, just, it was messy when my ex-husband had it, had got MRSA and he got it. And it looks like a big hole, like a big divot is right here. And he, it was just right here and it just got bigger and bigger. Oh. Yeah. She did it on her beautiful face and on her legs. It, it was so terrifying. Oh, baby. oh so, my gosh. Of course they treat that with antibiotics, which we can get to down the road when we talk more about leaky gut. 
And then at the same time, I was experiencing rosacea, which I I had a really bad case of rosacea, Mm -hmm. which left me with red, bumpy, just horrible feeling skin. I had the same thing. Burning sensation on my face. I had irritable bowel syndrome. And it's interesting because when I went to the doctor, I had heard that year, it was in the media, that abdominal pain can be a symptom of ovarian cancer. So I wanted to get that checked out because I was having abdominal pain. And so I went and had an ultrasound. The doctor pretty much yelled at me for wasting his time by wanting an ultrasound. And he said, you just have IBS. And then he let me go home. He didn't offer me a thing for my IBS and just seemed perturbed that I was even there, like wasting their valuable time. Thankfully, the ultrasound was clear and I didn't have any kind of cancer, but he just said, you just have IBS and send me home. I find out later IBS is again, closely related to, you know, all these things, rosacea, IBS. They're not just random symptoms. They're leading to autoimmune disease. That's when it's attacking your immune system. When you start to get rosacea with, and stuff like the MRSA, that's when your immune system is being attacked. You can't protect yourself. You know, you've got, and that's what's the scary part, you know, like, oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. So three Hashimoto's IBS. Well, rosacea is almost like a symptom of them, but still these are what you're working with. And now your daughter has it. So then what did you do to help both of you guys? So I did all that research and discovered after a time that we had intestinal permeability, which was being caused by our nutrition and lifestyle. And then of course, with autoimmune disease, you have three ways that are contributing to developing it. So your genetics, you know, you're predisposed to get it, but that doesn't mean you have to get it. So your genetics are one, and then lifestyle, nutrition and lifestyle, and environment. So environment would be things like your exposure to toxins throughout your whole lifetime. So it could be from childhood. It's exposure to infections like strep, like Lyme disease, like Giardia, you know, if you go hiking and drink bad water, norovirus, which my daughter had when she was an infant, norovirus, enterovirus, like all these things. All these different viruses. So the infections, they don't cause autoimmune disease, but can bring, bring it about. And then with your lifestyle, so what you're eating, how you're living, your amount of stress, all the medications you might be taking. In fact, medications can actually contribute, prescription medications can contribute to developing autoimmune disease. Uh, I don't So genetics is a part, but it's not a life, you know, if you have a familial background of autoimmune disease, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get it if you are educated and know how to avoid it. So when I found out about this, I sent out an email to all of my family. I have a large family of six brothers and sisters and my mom and dad are still alive. And I let them all know what to be on the lookout for so that because it is familial and now they know how to take care of themselves. I did the same too. That's awesome. Okay. So once you healed yourself, you started to heal your family around you too. Not just your, your kids, but it extended even further. That's beautiful. So A lot of my family does have Hashimoto's. And so my sister, I talked to her about 
everything I had learned and done. And she was able to bring her antibodies down and her TSH. So that was exciting. And that is. Yeah. So my son did not show any symptoms when my daughter and I and my youngest son were having symptoms. So he continued eating and doing the things that he was doing. It's hard to... He, to he wasn't convinced. <laughs> it's hard to ask a teenager to change their entire life if you don't see a reason to. But right. down the road, he developed symptoms of depression. And he came and he told us about that. And thankfully, you know, it hit me right away. I knew, I knew what this was about. I knew it was uh, inflammation. I knew what was going on here. And so he was a little bit skeptical and he didn't want to listen to just his mom. So we got all kinds of tests done. We have the genetic test. I showed him that we have the genes, double alleles for... Mm. And I showed him what all his lab results were. And then we had him implement some changes. And then he saw the lab test changes. And besides the lab test results, he felt amazing within weeks. And that is the amazing part. Once you learn about this, Uh, you can feel like a different person within weeks. Yeah. And so he was just thrilled that he could feel happy again and and rejoin life. It's Uh, priceless. This is priceless stuff. Yes. You said rejoin life. How awesome is that? All right. Your son finally got the proof that he needed. That's funny that you had to convince him (laughs) for all this stuff. And then here you're like, here you go. And here you go. And oh, by the way, where our genes are this, this closely connected. Oh, and by the way, (laughs) good for you, mama. (laughs) I love that. I'm laughing because I was a stubborn child too. I was so hesitant to believe everything. I was like, nah, you know, <laughs> so I could just see it. Oh, well, so that you can't, well, your parent is telling you, you can no longer eat all the things you're used to eating and you change things dramatically. Yeah. I could understand that he wanted some proof, although the proof was in the pudding of how great he felt. He noticed it so fast and I was so happy. So this is what's interesting. Because my symptoms have been, you know, kind of like yours, but I didn't know depression was one of the symptoms either um, until I was in doctor, you know, I've read Dr. Mark Hyman's book, The 10-Day Detox Diet, which was awesome. And after I got diagnosed with diabetes, although I had I knew what to eat, I just didn't, I wasn't all the way there. I'd gone gluten-free like six years ago, but he just goes into the detail that if you're a person like your son or like me sometimes a little, and you want facts, you want the proof, the proof is in the pudding. It's in the book. It's in the research. It's it's in, it's everywhere now. I guess the gap and where you fit in beautifully, you do such a great job of connecting the dots for people. You even told me the story of that one lady that you helped you know, and you're like, look, you're taking this and it connects to this. And then you just did this whole list of what medicine she was taking based in, you know, how it was affecting different parts of her body. Right. Which is beautiful. Like, like, here it is. Here's the proof. <laughs> like for your son, here's the proof, honey. <laughs> I love that. The woman you're speaking of, you know, we sat and had to talk about all her symptoms. And then I could show her that Almost every symptom was caused by one of the medications she was taking. And then it makes me sad, Anya, about when I think of children today and how many are diagnosed with anxiety and depression. And they're put on this pharmaceutical path that is dangerous in itself, can be, Mm -hmm. 
when the problem is simply their diet or and lifestyle, and it can be changed so quickly, and they get put on this roller coaster that can last a lifetime for no real reason. Oh, tell me about it. You know, when I see it, I'm just like, oh, it is. It does have a lot to do with self-discipline. Don't get me wrong. But it's so good for you. It's so good for you when you when you eat back healthy again. You feel better. In a couple of weeks, you immediately start to feel better. As soon as you start that that path and that journey, you immediately start to feel better. But then you start to see the results a couple of weeks afterwards. And that's when, you know, like you said, you're on this train, but you're on the right train this time and you're not on the wrong train. So when you're on the right train, especially when your parents like us, when you have to one, we have to lead by example because one, we want to be here for our kids, <laughs> be here for ourselves too. But it's just making the choice. As soon as I found out that I had a severe gluten allergy. Now, I had been to a lot of specialists too. They weren't connecting the dots. I was the only common denominator that was going to connect my dots. And I went everywhere to try to figure it out. I had even gone to, because you know thyroid is a, a hormone. So I went to those ladies that, you know, give you the hormone shot, whatever, hormone replacement, you know, after a certain age. And they they literally laughed at me because I was the youngest one in that office. And I was like, listen, I know this is a hormone and this is a hormone place. So (laughs) guide me in the right direction. And she said, I just so happen to know one of three doctors who specialize in your thyroid. And he was my OBGYN. And he ended up giving me this gluten test, found out that I was uh, severely allergic to gluten. And it's amazing what gluten does to your body. And gluten is, you know, the reason for a lot of these autoimmune diseases. And I deflated like a balloon immediately within a week. I took out gluten. Now, also, I don't know if you, how long you've been gluten-free, but I remember how difficult it was for the first week, it was like I had withdrawals from gluten because I'd eaten it for so long. I had bread, <laughs> I love bread, <laughs> but everything you can think of. I remember feeling more sick at the beginning, which only lasted a couple of days. And then when, once I got through it, here I am six years later and I feel so much better. I got my brain, I literally got my brain back. You know, the brain fog was so real. Oh my gosh. So your symptoms, I mean, you've talked about your symptoms, but what is one of the first things you started doing to start healing yourself? I'm sure diet is in there somewhere. Yes. Oh, immediately we went gluten-free. So we've been gluten-free since 2010. So cool. Cool. And you are right about the bread. So bread, gluten, and sugar like opiates on the brain brain treats it like what yeah so it it, um opioid receptors going and you are literally addicted to it so my daughter was 14 but i remember from when she was like eight years old she was really athletic so she was not even close you know she ate like a horse she was very tiny person but she would eat a ton and she could not get enough of like french bread and italian bread at dinner. We used to eat like that. It was literally, you could see the addiction. And that is because gluten activates your opioid receptors. So that's why stories of people that just feel like they literally can't give it in the mm-hmm. same. And that's why you do, you, you've got to break it. It's just your body is addicted. Yeah. You got to make the choice. And um, yeah, any addiction is hard. You know, any addiction is hard. My suggestion would be 
one day at a time, one thing at a time. I'm still working on dairy-free. That's even harder to me, if you ask me, than gluten-free, because there's so much dairy in, in a lot of stuff that I did not realize. So yeah, dairy, all that other stuff. So I would just say, take it step by step. Listen to your body. Because listening to your body is the is huge. You know, you've, you, you got to finally say, well, no, this isn't right. I'm not going to listen to this doctor tell me that I don't have this. I at least want a doctor to say, sure, we'll check it just to, you know, reduce the fact that it could be. Yeah, so, yeah. it was that your doctor did test you for gluten sensitivity. But I have some news for you, Anya. If you are sensitive to gluten, then you also need to drop dairy, which I think you said you are. But for your listeners out there, they go hand in hand. They can be yeah. cross-active, so the proteins are similar and can be recognized as each other. So if your body reacts to gluten, you really want to give up dairy. And when you think about it like this way, for anybody out there who is learning this, that they might need to do all of these things, when you find out how amazing you feel, you will gladly give up gluten and dairy and anything else you need to for your health. Yeah. You're living, mm-hmm. walking around, feeling amazing, filled with energy, knowing you know, you have your life ahead of you. Because if you have one autoimmune disease, you're not working hard to get control of it. You can keep mm-hmm. collecting. So if I start with Hashimoto's and I don't go gluten and dairy free, I can end up with lupus. I can end up with MS. They can keep coming. Diabetes. Yes, that's exactly what I think is happening to me. That's a huge motivator for anyone out there. You know, you do not want that. So so let that be your motivation and drop that gluten. I, I never look back. And you can't have a little gluten. You can't have one bite. There's nope. so much gluten in one bite that it can give you symptoms for a week or more from one bite. The parts per million, I yeah, can't exactly, but... I was going to say the parts per million is really, it's even cooking, sharing pans and stuff like that, or, or dishes, you know, it's there. It's You don't want to get glutenized because you can end up, depending on how much you eat or the severity, you know, it, it could depend on the severity of whatever you have going on. Like if I get glutenized by like seasoning that's in a food that I didn't know about, I'll get a headache that won't go away. Like mm-hmm. I just can't take an Advil. It's just not going to go away. I'm not going to just smell some lavender and it just go away. Nah, I have to work through it. And typically all night too, or just sleep it away. And then um, if I eat any more than that, a candy that I didn't realize didn't had whatever, I don't know. I'll feel like I'm getting symptoms of the flu. And then one time, this was at the beginning when my family wasn't taking me serious about my gluten. Like I was like, no, I do not want gluten. And finally, my father-in-law was the first person in the family to make a gluten-free Thanksgiving dinner. But regardless, back to what I was saying, I get these chills, body aches. And then after that, before my ex-husband was taking me seriously, he ended up giving me four cans of uh, chicken noodle soup and I ate all of it. You would have thought I was a savage beast. It was so good. And I should have known, but I was, I was new at this. Well, I was probably a year or two in. And next thing you know, I ended up in the hospital. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. I had gone to two ERs because I was pacing back and forth for five hours at one. And I was like, I think I'm going to die. (laughs) And so I had my friend drive me to another ER close by and we immediately got in. They did EKG tests. I mean, all kinds of stuff. And the doctor came in 
couple minutes later and gave me a prescription for Zantac. I was so upset and so embarrassed. I was like, you're kidding me. They said, nope, when you introduce gluten to your body like that and you haven't had gluten in a long time, it will make you feel like severe gas and it will make you feel like you're having a heart attack. That's exactly what it felt like I was having, a heart attack that just was would not go away. It was terrible. So never again. So yes, when you take gluten out, you can't just put it back in. You have to wean yourself off and stay off. And dairy, you said dairy. Okay, what about lactate? Are we talking not even, that's still dairy. Lactate um, milk, say for example. That is the, the enzyme, lactose, has been taken out. But the proteins. Yeah, so I need to do better at that. And see what I mean? This is what I mean. You do so much better than I do. You're at a, such a, a different level. That's what I love about you. Actually, other cross-reactive foods. So if someone has an autoimmune disease and they say, well, I took away gluten and I took away dairy, but I'm still feeling not right. Or I'm still mm-hmm. feeling poorly. There's a lot of other cross-reactive foods. So ask me or look into it more. Coffee is one, unfortunately, for some people. Aww. Some people with autoimmune disease need to give up all grain. So there's things to keep working at if you're not feeling great just from giving up gluten. Don't give up. There's more to it. And that's probably why, you know, if I'm being honest, that, you know, I just got diagnosed with this type 1 diabetes a couple months ago, and I'm not at the level you are. So I'm still kind of half-assing it almost. So when you do that, you're still susceptible. You're not doing the best that you can to take care of your body. So you're still missing out on the things that your body could do. That's where I'm at. I'm getting there, but I'm not fully there. And I need to make the decision to just go clean because clean is what's going to help your body. Getting back to basics is what's going to help your body um, heal itself. The world has taken nutrition for the human body and flipped it upside down. And people don't yes. eat food as the nutrients that run and create your body anymore. They look at it as entertainment, something to do. Oh, let's go get ice cream. Let's, you know, a celebration. Let's have pizza or let's go out for Mother's Day or a birthday. A feel good, you know, I had a rough day. I'm going to come home and have whatever it is that makes you feel better. We've forgotten that food is literally the building blocks of every cell in your body. The example I love to use, because it makes so much sense to so many people, is imagine you have a beautiful new puppy, which you do have a new puppy. So you bring that puppy home, it's eight weeks old, and you pour a bag of chips and maybe some Skittles in the (laughs) And then you get a Diet Pepsi and pour that in the water bowl. And you're like, here you go, brand new puppy. No one but look, you know what? Your puppy. No, you're so right. But we treat ourselves like that, and we let our kids eat like that. So really, gone. And that's what I was just off the path for what nutrition means. It's a little crazy. It's a lot crazy, actually. They know what they're doing. All that marketing and just trying to make money, and pharmaceuticals just trying to make more money on top of more money. It's ridiculous that they're coming out with a new huge advertising campaign for junk food aimed at children and various communities. I can't remember, but uh, that's disturbing. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah. Cause that, you know, they're going to come asking for us for it and we had to be strong enough to say, no, here's a carrot. My kids, they love healthy food. They actually love, you know, the process of, you know, I created a garden in my backyard 
to show them how to grow food so that they know how to do it. And they really enjoy watching the process of life (laughs) grow and then eating it and then finding the benefits of it. And then, you know, we eat it raw. We try everything raw because so that they actually know what it tastes like. And then we cook it different kinds of ways. And I show them there's different ways you can cook it. And then we get to test those things out like that. But in speaking about my dog, how is it that I actually feed my dog and my kids better than I was feeding myself? I, you know, sometimes, sometimes I will. I mean, my dog gets water every day. She gets her food every day. Every day. Yeah, right. Right. She walks every day. We walk every day at a certain time right after I get off work, typically, you know, within a two hour window. She's walking every day. Like, I don't even do that for myself. So what uh, or my kids. And that's what I was noticing when I was young, when I first got diagnosed with this stuff is that I was doing a whole lot for everything for everyone but myself. I was not eating healthy. Like I would fix the kids. The kids always had a colorful plate, you know, a starch, a vegetable, a meat, something and then a fruit for dessert or whatever. I was trying to eat at the same time while I was cooking their dinner or eat standing up, you know, or not drink a lot, you know, (laughs) but yet for them, I was, I was on top of it. So it's interesting you say that because yes, now my puppy, I should treat myself like I would a newborn baby or a newborn puppy. You don't want. Yeah. That's amazing. It's, and and babies love natural food. It's only until we ruin their taste buds with sugar and salt, then they prefer that. And that's sad to see. It's sad to see feeding babies sugar because once they get that sugar, how could a vegetable taste? You know, a vegetable is sweet. A carrot is sweet. Well, green beans aren't so sweet, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You got corn. I mean, although they're, they're, that's not really that healthy, but still, it's a vegetable. <laughs> but it is sweet. You got all kinds of stuff. But yes, and you know what? I actually fed my daughter, my oldest. I did that exact concept that you just said. And my doctor recommended it. She said, feed her vegetables first, let her get used to that, and then give her the sweet stuff, the, you know, the strawberries, because you don't want to do it the opposite. Well, when my son came, I was busy as all get out. I didn't even think. And I was like, whatever, just give her the same thing. Give him the same thing Amanda has. <laughs> and next thing you know, I've got a little sugar addict who has to be like on a strict, you know, certain amount of pieces of candy a week because he's like addicted to it. He is addicted to it. We even had to pull it out, you know, take it away from him and say, listen, for every time you ask us for a piece of candy, that's an extra day. You don't get it. You know, you've got to put these kinds of disciplines on these kids or else they still need to be kids. They definitely need to be kids. Let them enjoy it. But in our household, Coke is a treat. It is a treat at a restaurant if they've acted good, but never in the house versus the opposite. You know, like so many people, even I grew growing up, had a lot of Cokes and Kool-Aids and whatever. But now I try to just be so much more different about it when I think about my kids. And now I just need to put myself first. When you know how it affects your health, it changes how you look at it. What? What is this? What do you mean? It's like a poison, really. It's not a treat. Yeah. Like, would you treat your child with a poison? And I don't know how your listeners, um, you know, they might think I'm a militant nutrition, and I'm not. When our kids were young, they used to ask every night, what's for dessert? Can we have dessert? Oh, what do you want dessert? It's Is it dessert night? And we got tired of playing that game. So we designated two nights a week. 
Wednesdays and Saturdays. We call them ST nights, which stands for special treat. And it's oh, so I like it. Anya, because now they are all grown up and they still use the two night a week ST <laughs> Wednesday and Saturday. And so they learned through what we taught yep. that you don't have treats every day. Your body cannot tolerate sugar on a daily basis. And you shouldn't not have it every day. But they, so they're grownups now and they still follow the two, two ST nights, special treat nights a week, which I think is great. So sugar consumption, it's recommended that you have 25 grams or less a day. Guess what makes that up? An orange Heart. and an apple. I was um, going to say, that's insane. So, so you have, you know, the bottles of soda that people get at the convenience store. What is that? Uh, 35 grams of sugar. And then if you have that, kids, you'll see at the pool in the summer, they'll usually get a soda and then they'll get a bag of candy. So that's putting you up at like 65, 75 grams of sugar in one day. That's a week's worth of see, sugar. Three days worth of sugar. And it's not natural sugar from an apple and an orange or a banana. It's high fructose corn syrup, which your body goes crazy with. It doesn't recognize and sets off no. all kinds of bad exactly. So when you think about treating your child, sugar is not a treat. It's a poison. Unless you dole it out, you know, like little, teach them to learn to enjoy things that aren't so sugary, sticky, grossly sweet. You know, make take time. I say to people, you're so worth the investment to invest in quality ingredients and make a treat, a delicious treat you love. That's just not, you know, the convenience store, like soda or a bag of yeah. whatever candy. You're worth more than that. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah, you're worth more than that. Okay, I want to kind of pivot a little bit. So let's just say I'm a client and I am tired and I don't know what to do. And I'm like, Sally, what can you help me with? What kind of stuff do you have in your arsenal that you can help me with, say, for example? Well, the first thing I would do if you were a client is I would have you do an extensive information form for me so that I need to go back, you know, as far as childhood and learn all about what's going on with you. From there, you know, the things we can change are nutrition, your lifestyle. How do you deal with stress? What's causing you stress? How much sleep do you get? How much exercise do you get? How do you treat yourself? How do you talk to yourself? What kind of things do you do to restore yourself? You know, self yes. And there's so, so much. And people don't realize the power that is in these small things. Some people think that's so small. It's so easy that it must be insignificant to walk barefoot in the yard and get... Mm. 20 minutes of beautiful sunshine. They think that right. that's, you know, oh, I need a prescription. That the sunshine and, and walking barefoot. <laughs> you know? you know, right, which is eight hours, seven hours of sleep is crucial to health, crucial to healing. You have to sleep. That's when your body repairs and restores. And without it, it messes up a whole cascade of hormones, your cortisol, everything starts in a just a snowball effect that just is going to send you for a ride that you don't want to be on. So list the little things that are so important and that we have control over. And that's the good news because we do have, there you go. 
So we have so much power over how we're feeling and what our health is like. And it's such a good feeling when you when you start to gain more and more power, you know, along that journey. So I want to go back for a second because you painted the picture beautifully about how important it is for if I came to you as a client for me to tell you my whole picture. Because first of all, doctors don't do that. They don't care. But they don't have the time either. There's a short amount of time where you can get all this stuff and there's just no way. But the importance of that is huge because I did the same. I have this intake form, but it is long and it is big and it can be overwhelming. And I want to pause for a second and make sure that we talk about this because it's not just for us, you know, as their coaches, but as a client, it's good for me to know these things about myself. These are things you have not stopped to think about. These are things that you have just kind of bulldozed over because you've become what I call like a zombie, you know, where you're waking up every day and you're just doing the same things. You've gotten into the pattern. It happens to be not a good pattern. You just need to shift and change that pattern. But our bodies look for these, you know, patterns. So if you're constantly waking up and going to get some coffee, then that's what you're going to do every day is get up and get some coffee. If you're going to constantly put creamer in it, you're going to get up every day and put creamer in it. It's just going to become habit. So it's important for us to understand where all these things are coming from. Why are you getting coffee every day? Are you not sleeping good at night? Are you stressed out at work? All these things are really just encompass your whole life, which is why as a holistic coach, it's the whole body, (laughs) mind, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. And that's the big piece of that puzzle. So, okay. All right. So now I've sat down with you and I say, okay, I've given you my intake form, let's say for example, and then, and then what do we do? So there's a couple ways. So there are some people who are so tired of feeling poorly that they want to dive in. And this was myself and my family and do everything to change right away. And then there's people who need to take things a little more slowly. You know, let's go one step at a time. And so we talk, we have that conversation. What are you willing to do right now for your health? And we find out what that is because you're not, you know, I can tell you to change, but if you don't want to, that's useless. It's got to be coming from within. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then we'll work there. And nutrition is is huge. That's a first go-to. And then looking at what are they taking? So many things that people take in terms of medicine and even over-the-counter things can be really damaging and have effects that you don't realize are not good. And yeah, even IUDs for women, you know, that's not healthy either. Uh, yeah. There's so much we can go into. It's just not healthy. You really literally have to bring bo- your body back to basics. <laughs> yeah. You really do. It sounds difficult, but it's really, when you think about it, you know, how long have humans been on earth? It's only the last hundred years or so, 120 years, that we've really started screwing things up <laughs> with, yeah. all, with all the modern life amenities. But Nature, uh, that's my go-to. Nature knows the path to wellness. That's on my website. I trust that. And so that's, yes. you know, slow down and, you know, just take a look at things in a different way. What What is it you value? What do you want from life? And what are you willing to do to get it? So there's lots of ways and that, you... that a client can go. It's, it's their decision. And we work through what they're willing to do using all those principles of nutrition and lifestyle, spiritual uh, physical and emotional, mental, to make a well-rounded human that's functioning beautifully and feeling amazing every day. People get to feel so 
blah, they don't realize how what amazing feels like. Like I dance around my house with insane amounts of energy on a really regular basis. <laughs> yes. I cartwheel in my yard at least four times a week. I'm cartwheeling in my yard. Mountain- I love it. <laughs> I mountain bike. I climb, mountain rock climb. I run. I do strength training. I mean, my energy is unstoppable. And anyone can attain that, you know, really with just some effort. It, it, it does take effort, but things in life aren't free. What are they, What's the saying about, you know, you have to work for something. Mm-hmm. Health is if it was easy, we'd all get it. Right. There you go. Yeah. So, pick so up. It's completely worth it to feel amazing. And people need to know that that's available to them as well. I love that. I love you and how you live. And you're just a great coach. You oh. help people dive in. You help people connect the dots. I look up to you. I'm so glad I got to interview you because when I found out you had all these diseases, I was like, oh my gosh, what? You know, and we have, we just have so many things in common and just to learn from you. I mean, I've learned so much from you in just a short amount of time that we've known each other. And it's just been such a pleasure to, I mean, I'm a sponge when I'm around you. I'm typically a sponge, but with you, I'm just like, yes, anything you say, because I believe it because I see it. I see how you live. You know, I know what you've done for your kids and it's just, you're a perfect living example of what can happen when you just decide to make one choice and that's to do better by your body. That's it. And you're a huge inspiration for me and I'm sure for my listeners too. And is there anything else you want to add that we want that you want to talk about? I would say that everybody should trust that this is available to them. They just need to Mm. take interest in their life, in their body, and want the best for themselves. And it might not it's a step by step process, but trust that you can get there. And Look to yourself. You know, people out there know what's going on with their bodies better than a doctor. A doctor has a degree, yes, but it's your body and you know what you're feeling. So trust that and don't give up. If someone tells you you're a hypochondriac or you're making that up, just find another doctor, find a wellness coach yep. like, like we work with and um, just don't give up. And then become empowered and learn as much as you can and ask lots of questions and keep searching till you find the answers that work for you. I love that. Be inquisitive. People say I'm too inquisitive. It's like, there's no such thing. I'm sorry. There's just no such thing. <laughs> Before we go, tell us what you're working on. Are you working on anything new? Give us your website. Where can we find you? Yes. My website is sallyfraserwellness.com. That's S-A-L-L-Y-F-R-A-S-E-R wellness.com but that will probably be changed soon <laughs> or if you go to the website, you'll get redirected to the website and Anya we you know we have some fun things in the works for the future yes we do so excited with um, two new programs and I do all kinds of things energy work I do nutritional work of course nutritional uh, and lifestyle wellness coaching and energy work and something I call soul vibration code report, 
that uses numerology to show people their life path and life purpose and why they're here and how they can live their highest potential. And so that has been amazing to work with. And I've really enjoyed it. And clients have really enjoyed it. So that's exciting too. Always so more coming. Yeah, that's the joy of what we do. There's just so much more to just dive into. And that's what we had talked about earlier. And the soul vibration we did not talk about earlier. What I meant to say was that that arsenal of tools I was mentioning earlier, that soul vibration. Oh my gosh, listen, people, listen. If you have not done one of these, I highly suggest. If you have kids, I highly suggest you take it. If you have a significant other, I highly suggest it. If you have parents, I highly suggest you have them take it too. It is so in depth. And the way that my favorite part is when you break it all down and you tell me exactly how it fits into my life. And it it was just a beautiful synopsis of everything that I read because it's a lot. You get your master number, your life path number. Is it a shadow number if I'm not mistaken? There are shadow things to know about, to look for. Shadow things to know. There you go. Okay. To look for. Um, so basically it tells you, you know, how to really stay balanced. I think is it's a perfect thing of, of, and it reads you by your, what was it? I gave you my birthday. No, 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 my name, my full name at birth. That's what it is. And it's amazing. It's just amazing. You can find out more of who you are. It's just more tools to be able to know the person that you are here to be. Because that's really what we're here asking ourselves. Like, why am I here? You know, that's, you know, some people ask that question in the form of, you know, what job should I get? But really the true root question is, why am I here? What, what was I put on this earth to do? And then, you know, when you are able to put those pieces of your puzzle together and come in alignment with all of that, that's where you find your purpose. That's where you find joy. And then you wake up just on a new level, different vibration. You know, you're on a whole new cloud <laughs> and it feels so good. So, yeah, I'm so glad you got to talk to us today about that because you do so beautifully with it. So, yes, you guys know where to find her. And we do have a project we're working on, which we're so excited about. And that'll be more to come, too. So, all right. Well, if anything else, anything, any last words, last, last words, I promise. Because <laughs> I keep going. Love, truly, to help people. So if you are experiencing any issues and you want some help, get in touch with me. Um, shoot me some questions. I'm really happy to help. And that's, yeah, Sally at, uh, you can email me through my website. So I would love to help you out. I, I love watching people have that turnaround moment where they start to feel better and and see what life can be all about. So that gets me all excited. I wouldn't be surprised if people wouldn't want to have you on again. There's so much more to talk about. So, so much. Have- we, we just went here. Today. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's so much more. Yes. All right. Sally, it's been real. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Until next time. Thank you, Anya. I love this. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye. Hi, citizens. I hope that episode was helpful and got you excited. If you enjoyed the content, please do me a favor and leave a review and rate this podcast so it can help me grow. Also, for more free tools to help you along your journey, go check out my Linktree website on my Instagram page at Anya Hildreth Life Coaching. And check out the website at www.anyahildreth.com. Stay tuned for the next episode.